Hi guys, welcome to Your Receipts. This is the mini-sode where we try and help you with your problems, your issues, your dilemmas, and everything in between. Um, I am Audrey, formerly known as Garner's Finest, also known as Mrs. Akande. Bop, bop. I have, I have, <laughs> wow. Um, that is, I have, I have, hey tractor. <laughs> I am Tolly T. And I am your mamacita Milena Sanchez. So should we get straight into the dilemmas? Let's get into the dilemmas. This one says, how can I support and empower black women? Um, Hi ladies, I absolutely love the podcast and I never miss an episode. I think... You three give the best advice. Oh, thank, thank you, boo. Um, Tolly, I absolutely love your writing and can't wait to see more from you now that you have gone freelance. Ah, thanks. Audrey, I cannot wait to hear about the wedding on the podcast and loved watching your lituation. Uh-huh. Um, whilst writing my dissertation, Milena, your tweets and comments on the podcast about motherhood have really moved me and gave me the confidence to reach out to other women when the reality of the female experiences aren't why, what I expected them to be. Oh, that's good. You are all, oh, this is really nice. You are all such amazing, generous people and seem like the best bosses, friends and future wives. What what more could anyone wish for? Oh, this is amazing. My dilemma is, okay. as a white woman, how can I best support and empower black women and other ethnic minorities without patronizing them or silencing them? Both in the workplace and socially, I want to be an ally for other women. As I'm about to graduate from university and moving into working life. I want to be conscious of supporting other women and being aware of their needs, but I'm worried this will come across as patronizing and overwhelming or overpowering, sorry. Also on social media, I like to share articles and like content that black women have written to show my support, but I'm worried that this seems like I'm sharing an article I have no connection to and shouldn't have an opinion on. What do you ladies think? Love to you all. Keep on doing what you're doing. Oh, thank you, babe. Talani? Why did you go to Lani? To Lani? Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Because she comes from like, a, seems like a nice place. Um, so, it, I don't know how to start this. Okay. So in terms of you sharing articles, let's start there. In terms of you sharing articles, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm. Because if anything, that just shows that you are not only, because everybody has their, a lot of people's social media is their echo chamber. So people like them. Mm. So if you're following people that's like, like you, so, or like white women are, are your followers or they follow mm. you, whatever, you reposting and retweeting black women's writing is good because mm. it, it's a way to educate people. Yeah. And it's mm. also a way to educate yourself. So that's not a problem. It's okay to share things that are not mm-hmm. related to you. I share stories that I like and enjoy and mm. that I find informative or entertaining. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be something that I relate to personally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in terms of... Um, being an ally and a gatekeeper and being... Here's what I don't want you to feel like. I don't want you to feel like you're doing some kind of charity for black women because I don't like... I don't mm. like the saviour mentality that comes mm. with white people sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that bothers me. Like, obviously, just do what you would do like a normal human mm. being. Don't be yeah. like, I want to champion black women mm. or whatever because you're not our Jesus. Yeah. Like, I understand that... Um, there were times when white women are gatekeepers or white people are gatekeepers. I get it. But when you are in those situations, when you are in these job roles, make sure talent and skills gets excelled. Make sure talent and skills doesn't get set up, like, looked down on and like, yeah, because it's like a black woman saying it. Mm -hmm. And that's all you need to do. Mm -hmm. Don't come across as some kind of trying to be a saviour. Because for me as a black woman, I don't like that white saviour attitude. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, oh, oh, here's a black person. How do I act? Yeah, yeah. Or like, and then you now go and tell your 
Dave, your man, saying, oh yeah, I did help. I did help. Hey! Let's all right. I did help this girl to say, do you know what I mean? Like, she's a black girl, but she really went to my kit and I did help her. So I don't like that kind of, but I, I, I get what you mean. I get where you're coming from. But like, yeah, keep retweeting, keep reposting. If you're ever at a place where you can hire, where you can help, do it. But just don't try and come across in this kind of savior mentality. Yeah. Like, I think that's, that's the only way I can say it. Yeah, I yeah, agree. 100%. I totally agree. I think that, yeah, like I don't want to be treated like a charity case. I just want to be human. And exactly. I think sometimes... I just want to see my skill and value yeah, me. That's, that's the thing. I just want to be treated the same as everybody else. I just mm. want equality. I don't need anybody to pander to me. I don't need anybody to feel sorry for me. So yeah, in terms of being an ally, just treat us like how you would treat anybody else. Yeah, literally. Like, and I agree with the, like the support on, on social media and stuff like that, of course. And I just feel like maybe when you're in positions of, uh, when you're in certain spaces, if you hear people talking shit, I think the best thing yes. you can do is check those people. Yep. Obviously, yeah. if any way in which you can use your privilege, I'm not saying that you need to like go and start marching on outside Downing Street but any any like the small things I think sometimes people think too big do you know what I mean when really mm. you just need to look about amongst your circle within yeah. your inner circle and see what changes you can make there so if you hear people saying things that are inappropriate or if you hear people making inappropriate jokes then check those people and when like Tolly was saying if you are in a position where you're able to hire someone or you're able to uplift someone just through you know I don't know word of mouth or when it comes to in, in the workplace yeah, then speak up in those situations because yeah. sometimes I think silence is like yeah, yeah, yeah. a co-sign, do you yeah. know what I mean? So if mm. you are in that situation and you're able to do that, then do that. But yeah, on on on, oh, on any other day, yeah, don't don't pander to me like mm. I'm not like, I don't need any extra help in yeah. that sense. And don't feel like you're me? treading on eggshells. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Just, yeah, exactly. And like, yeah, just just treat us like you would treat anybody else. That's what I would say. But I definitely think that your intention sounds yeah. good. Because for yeah. me, I always look at the intention. Yeah. yeah. You know, like there are some people that you can tell that they want to be allies because it's beneficial to them and it's not really very genuine. Or it's like the in thing to do. Mm. Like they're just trying to commodi commodify, is that a word? Yes. They're just trying to commodify like um, social justice. Yeah. And, yeah, it's yeah. Not, and it's not genuine. Whereas you do sound like you're coming from a genuine place. So of course I appreciate it. Do you know what I mean? But at the same time, um, yeah, just don't treat just don't treat black women like charity overthinking cases. so yeah, much, which yeah, yeah. doesn't want to offend anybody. Exactly, yeah. I think sometimes. I feel that like if you listen to, to this it. podcast, you're supporting black women. Exactly. So, like, exactly. tell people about the research <laughs> podcast. Do absolutely keep on spreading the words. And so, yeah, yeah I think to us. yeah, and also like mm. stay educated and say like because. There's certain things that we all don't know about different cultures and things like that. Mm. And just by reading and just knowing, like, stay educated. And like Audrey mm. said, if there comes to a point where you need to correct, correct. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if like your dad's saying, or your uncle, or whatever, saying wayward things, mm. it's about you Yeah, know, you especially people that. in your circle. Yeah. That's what I think. I honestly think starts about the people around you. Like, sometimes I think people want to, and I'm not saying about this particular um, email, I'm talking about just in general. I feel like people want to run before they can walk. And it's like, literally the people around you they're probably saying things and doing things that aren't right mm. so start with those people don't think too far ahead you know but yeah keep doing what you're doing right on to the next dilemma on to the next one on to the um, hey girls, I've been your day one listener and I just want to say thank you for this podcast and this platform you provide for people. You truly are the three older sisters I never had. Aww. Aww. I am a 23-year-old assistant psychologist with an MSc in clinical psychology. Okay, I am in a relationship with the perfect man, okay. tall, handsome, financially stable, homeowner, hey. hey. and most importantly, supportive. He is perfect. 
Okay, well. Where's the but he's not. No, I'm joking. My family know about him and marriage is in talks. However, there is a problem. He's the eldest sibling and has three younger sisters. One of the three sisters doesn't like me. Uh, oh, she is also 23 years old, so same age uh, as her. Uh, okay. When my boyfriend talks to me, she doesn't like it. For instance. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Calm down. For instance, the first time he spoke of me to her, he told her I was a psychologist and she smirked and said, oh, what? She deals with mental people. That's a shit job. Oh, oh, a little bitch. She works in a nursery. Oh, fuck. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Every time my boyfriend have a week, every time my boyfriend has a weekend. What? Every time my boyfriend... <laughs> no, this is not me, bro. Okay, go on. Every, I'm going to just read what it says okay. here. All right, go. Every time my boyfriend have a weekend... Oh, wait, no, that made sense. <laughs> oh, my God. Together, she mm. rings him after one night together and orders him to go home with different excuses. E.g., mum's not feeling well. Dad needs to be taken to an appointment. But, he, but when he gets home which is a 110-mile drive. Oh, sis. Nothing is actually happening. Basically, she's making things up. In other instances, she has questioned him why he treats me for my birthday and why he leaves his siblings alone for the weekend to spend the weekend with me. She questions why he gifts me things and why he makes an effort. I have told him on a couple of occasions that he needs to speak to her about her behavior. After he has, she repeats her actions. I am fed up. I don't take people... I don't take shit from people or anyone but I've been extremely tolerant and I've stayed calm on many occasions the other siblings have told me that she she's just like that and that she's always been abrupt so my question is should I do anything if so how do I approach this would love to hear your opinions and yeah oh, oh my god this is a hard one it's it actually a hard when one it comes you to know? family because you're still especially when you're like haven't been dating long, you're still mm. kind of trying to, you want the family to like you. Do you Absolutely. know what I mean? So do you know, I, I wish she was hard. a bit younger than her. Like, if she was about yeah. like, yeah. she was 14, I would because drag she would this sound bitch like, in the room. Like, you fucking fuck with me. Yeah, little bitch. Pull her to the side. You bitch, you know, you bitch her to the side if you want. If you want. We finished. Because of you, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. It is a funny one because she's the same age, for sure. That is awkward. Like you said, I feel like there's a difference. Because even with your partner's mum, if that mum gets rude to you, you can't say anything back. Yeah, yeah. mum is different. But sister, mom is like, different. But sister, 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 you know, sister, sister can get it. Sister will get it. I can't even lie to you. Sister will get it. Yeah, especially because you're my age, mate. Do you know what I would do? This is probably like quite wayward. I'll get her number off his phone and I'll call her. I'm like, babes, what's really good? Yeah, what's your... What's your yeah. yeah, like, what's what's really good here? Like, what's not like what's the problem? Mm. Remember, you're a girl too. You're going to want to find a man or whatever, find a mm-hmm. partner one day. Mm-hmm. And imagine if their siblings are cheating you like this. Like, what's up? Mm, I'd exactly. say maybe try to spend time if I come with over, her. you don't want to pull up. See, I'm trying to see it from the, <laughs> I'm trying to see it from the sister's position, yeah? No. Is, is the brother older? Yeah. yeah. Are you so going to remember your said, brother? No, but, the no, but I'm she just, said... I'm, I'm just trying to... A psychologist working with mental people. Yeah, that's shit. She sounds like a Your face is shit. That sounds... She sounds like a bitch. Like, there's no doubt about it, but I'm just trying to play devil's advocate and see it from her position and maybe she's used to because she, she's the youngest sister as well isn't she yeah so maybe she's got that relationship with her brother where he's always spoiled she her needs to go yeah I know, I know. She, she's definitely the one in the wrong but I'm just trying to understand why someone would feel that they can behave that way and she probably feels like she's losing her brother I can I can understand you know that I mean? but then that's why it's so important for them to communicate on a level where the brother isn't involved mm. so 
I feel like personally for me, what I would do is arrange a day where it's just me and her going out. Mm. Doing yeah. something fun where we can I would, speak. I would talk to her. I would definitely yeah. talk to her. I think if I was in the house and we, I found myself like, like with her or whatever, I would, I would just, I probably would just have a word and I'd just be like, yo, like what's the problem? Audrey, you would not. You're not confrontational. No, 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 I, I wouldn't, but this is what you should do. <laughs> I would probably just take it. <laughs> but what you should do, what you should do is definitely have a word with her and just be like, I want to know what the, like, what's the problem. That's so like, awkward because imagine she be turns like, around I wanna, and be I want to like, have a relationship with you. Like, what's the problem? I don't even need to be having a relationship with you, but what you're not going to do <laughs> is ruin me my man's relationship. I don't care. Mm. Like, I'm, I'll, I'll talk to her and I try to, and depending on her response to me, She's still moving mad. Let's fight. Not fight physically, <laughs> yeah. but like, cool, cool. Yeah. There's going to be a problem. Cool, then. there's going to be a we're problem just not gonna, We're just not going to be cool then because yeah. I, I've tried. Yeah. And I can't say because of boyfriend, I should be lowering myself down to a girl that's always been really disrespectful to me. Exactly. Like, I'm she not sounds doing like that. a disrespectful person. Yeah, I'm not general. doing that. Yeah. Just in general. But the reason why I, I think I would ride it out, I would never say end the relationship because a sister... Yeah, it would be nice to all get along, but really, like, how much impact is your sister going to have in your relationship? And the sister's moving mad because she's the one that's going to lose out. Because the yeah. more she's moving mad like this, she's going to distance herself from her exactly. brother a bit more. He's going to yeah. start getting irritated by her. Yeah. Because what's, what's your problem? And what then other sister will become her really good friend. Yeah. yeah. She's definitely the one with the problem, for sure. She sounds like a bit of a brat, if I'm being And you know what? Sometimes I feel like when you tell your partner, oh speak to whoever, they don't really get it. I don't feel like men understand. No, they don't really... They don't really, t- especially if they're not seeing it with their own two eyes. Mm. But the f- the fact that she would like call up and make up these fake problems just to break up their weekends, like yeah, it's knowing mad. that it's there's mad. that much distance, like that's a very that's a very mean thing. Yeah, to do. that's mean spirited. Yeah, that's a very mean spirited because they drive what 110 miles to see each other, and then, and then that's when you want to find the problem. Calling, talking about mum's sick, like no, you can't. No. And even above, needs to get back, boy. Let me speak he to mum. Yeah. Why didn't mum call me? Exactly. Call mum's phone. Yeah, mum, what's yeah. up? Let me okay? video call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like you, you know she's got a reputation. You know she's a liar. Yeah, exactly. And stop believing it. You can't just be driving hundred yeah. times. Unless the brother's putting her up to it. Because you know sometimes... <laughs> oh, like, oh, like, oh, I don't oh. even want to... Like, I know she said the relationship is perfect, but I just find it very strange because you know sometimes... Like, this is just like a whole other spanner in the works here. I'm just saying. It's probably not the, not the case. She's always trying to tell you your man is cheap. But like... He, you know, sometimes guys will they want you to dump them because they don't have the heart to break up with you. So yeah. a little part of me is no. like, maybe he's putting the sister up to it. I just find it so weird, yeah, that someone can call you and be like, "Mum's sick." You don't do any checks and balances. You just drive. Call back. your other sisters. Like, wouldn't you want to get some receipts? Who's <sighs> cheating? I would like to think no, that, he's not. that no. <laughs> I would like yes. to think that he's not moving that crazy. Yeah. Like, but some guys have done things like that before in the past. Like, trust me, if a guy wants to dump you, but they don't have the heart, they will do. They will do. They'll treat you like shit. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know. I don't know. It's hard with the sister one though, because like, my ex had sisters, but they were like, they were older than him, and they were like oh. they were nice to me. Yeah. Like, they really like took me on. Yeah, I'd go out nights out with them. It was That's really like really the cute. Idol so I'd hate it to be like actually if we didn't, because even now that we're not together, but I'm still like I'm pretty cool with them. Same. So I can't imagine like. I don't know, it'd be weird. I can't I imagine having younger. that animosity. I wish yeah, I wish she was younger. Because honestly, she, she was like younger. 15, so you can just bribe her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Buy, buy her makeup. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Ones, I've like, got this for free here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, okay, I guess you don't want this this brand of whatever. Yeah. Because if I bribe her, I'll pull up on her and put the the like the, the, the fear of God in her. Literally, what if can you she ever do? ever in your it'll life. It'll be your word against hers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I sat crying. I didn't do anything. So. But yeah, next element. Hi ladies, I love listening to the podcast. I wish you could have been around when I was younger and either the sound sisterly type advice. Aww. My dilemma is this. 
I've been talking to a guy in the States. I live in London for seven months now. We've video chatted almost every night in that time. And we have both admitted that we're falling for each other. And we'll have to start looking into a trip to visit each other. My question is, do you think that a long distance relationship could really work? Eventually, someone will permanently move for it to work. And seeing as I have a seven-year-old, I wouldn't want to move and adopt her. Considering I've never met this guy in person, sis... I really like him, but I don't know if I'm investing my time for something that is unlikely to work. Talani? Talani? You're not a dickhead, mum. <laughs> You're not an actual dickhead. You actually... <laughs> no, no. Let me address this what shit. What do you want to do? So you moving, yeah? No, no, you're not pissing me off. Because you're out here spoiling my market. A bitch... Does not have an American man, please. <laughs> uh, okay. So oh, God. oh, I can't do that. Um, <laughs> sis, you've got seven-year-old, like you said. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. That's it. Why do we love to make our lives harder? Like, Honestly. Um, okay, here's what I say. Okay, here's what I, here's my advice. Before thinking who's going to move, whatever, whatever, meet each other in person first. Well, yeah. Because mm. I've never met in person. Oh. Yeah. So once you meet in person, maybe he comes here, you go there, or you meet halfway, or like a holiday destination, um, meet in person and see then. Because you could meet in person and be like, this ain't it. Mm. Yeah, that's, oh, I've done that. And he was all flimsy. Yeah, like, yeah, this ain't it. (laughs) So see that first. And also, like, uh, I was going to say, my experience with American men, I don't have American men. Like... Saying I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. This is gonna be minutes to come from when, and he hasn't come yet. So exactly, exactly. Yeah, wait for him to come. Wait for him to actually do it at something that's like mm-hmm. a commitment. Uh-huh. And like, I, come on holiday here. Come on, shut yeah. up, man. I'm not talking uh, anymore. You, you can't stop. You you can't start planning about like what school you're gonna move your son, your, your child to, or what have you, what have you. When the person hasn't even committed to meeting up with you yeah, yeah. Meet you know what I mean first, like yeah. because I think with long distance relationships like in a weird way the person kind of has to prove themselves a little bit more than mm. what they if you than if you weren't so the fact that he's been saying he's going to come and he hasn't and none neither of you have made any real efforts to see each other I wouldn't start trying to apply for a green card just yet yeah I would just chill and just wait until something substantial happens because you need you need to get to know somebody do you know what I mean like regardless even if I was moving from London to flipping Manchester. Manchester I would still need to make sure everything is set in stone like I'd need to like be pretty secure about who that person is before I even think about packing up yeah. and you've got a double think about it because you've got a child got to a child. think about it yeah. you've got a child to think about so I wouldn't rush into anything I wouldn't think that don't even think that far down the line yeah. just enjoy the time that you have now just enjoy what the scenario is now really analyse him get to know I him I don't even think it's a kind of enjoyment you know like I don't <laughs> this is not enjoyment like, for it's, me it's not I, like it's I'm not saying don't enjoy it cool enjoy it but like make moves yeah. and you can come oh yeah. I'm gonna come to you put your foot down buy, yeah. buy my flight ticket or let me let's mm-hmm. let's meet halfway you pay me for your flight yeah. I'm like let's do something yeah. we can't just be talking doing romance on the phone and doing Skype Skype this that and ever yeah. we haven't met in real life it's in real life is very important everything's very like much of a fantasy at the moment yeah exactly like it's sweet it's just like but that's why people like it um, because there is this sort of like uh, fantasy feel to it Yeah, it's not realistic you're not living with this person you're not coming home from a long day at work asking who's cooking tonight it's just literally you know that little escape that you have that's Mm -hmm. just like you're in your own bubble Mm -hmm. and you enjoy it exactly 
But yeah, definitely meet up with this person. Meet up and then go from there, I think. That'd be my advice. 100%. Okay, cool. Hey ladies, first of all, I'd like to thank you guys for using this platform to spread positive messages while simultaneously providing us with some great content. Ah, thank you. Milena, thank you for... for your constant honesty and ability to be yourself. It's very aspiring. Tony, thank you for your endless jokes and the down-to-earth advice. Audrey, Audrey, I honestly love how wise you are and would like to congratulate you and Nick for tying the knot. Thank you, sis. I love how Nick is like a part of this. I know, he's proper a part of it. That's so funny. So, my dilemma. I'm an 18-year-old boy who has almost finished college. I've met some good people. However, I do not feel as though our morals are aligned. I'm a free spirit who's the life of the party, but unfortunately, my mates are the opposite. They're quite pessimistic and never up for a good time. They're not the typical black boys, which the media depicts. They're studious, hardworking, and very immature. (laughs) Despite feeling as though I'm quite open and free, I would like to say I'm mature and do not find conversations where girls are referred to as bitches funny. I've tried to educate them on multiple occasions and have warned them that I cannot be associated with people who appear to have misogynistic views. However, they continue to use this term and it makes me feel uncomfortable. I feel as though people will assume that I'm just like them and I will be labelled as a misogynist myself. There's only two months left until my A-levels are over. Do I end the friendships here in hope that university I'll find a crowd of people who have respect Mm. or do I wait it out and continue to educate them? As Tolly says, I cannot come and die (laughs) for friends. However, I'm not sure how I feel about getting on with the revision by myself before my exams. I'd appreciate your advice and urge you to keep up with the live shows. Get your coin, sis. Do you know what? Yeah, I feel like... We have some... Listeners, we, we literally really do and sometimes I forget like how many different people listen to us yeah. um, what was I going to say I don't think you should be like okay guys I'm not going to be your friends because of this reason just yeah. distance yourself mm. distance yourself and you're going to have to revise on your own anyways so do it yeah. Yeah. and you're going to where, where's going uni yeah babe I can promise you without a doubt when you go to uni oh god maybe the first summer back you've like you're, it's weird Your A-level friends Just don't A lot of them Don't tend to like Follow you onto yeah, After uni really It's don't. weird hardly Yeah anyone. like hardly Anybody that I went There's a couple of people That I still talk to That I went to college with mm. But a lot of them I don't yeah, like, no. I just I just don't mm. Because Yeah I, I just don't We just kind of grew apart It wasn't an argument It wasn't a fight There wasn't a I'm not talking to you anymore You just grew apart mm-hmm. I would say Um Ride out, but when I say ride out, I'm not saying use your energies to constantly correct these people all the time, all the time. Because, like you said, you've been doing it. So in the group chat, if they're chatting shit or whatever, I just don't talk in that conversation. Yeah. Or just be like, "Oh, you man, or you're on this again," yeah. and just kind of don't talk in that conversation, mm. sort of thing. And then when it when the conversation applies to you, and the conversation is not people being dickheads again, you can go and reply to it. Yeah. So I'm not saying distance yourself now, but trust me, it's inevitable. You w- you would naturally mm-hmm. distance yourself yeah. anyway, especially when it comes to friendships where your morals are not aligned because yes. there's never going to be a fight there's never going to be a, oh you just, mm-hmm. you just realise that you know what like you start finding like-minded people and you spend more time with that person yeah, and, that's and then okay. your home friends just kind of like yeah because yeah. you're going to get to uni you're going to have home mm. friends and uni friends exactly yeah. and eventually your home friends just, just kind of distance yeah, yeah it just kind of like fades out so I don't think you need to exclude yourself and make yourself like by yourself because mm. blah, blah 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 but eventually it will happen like you said don't come and die for friendship yep. talk when it suits you be around conversations that suit you. Be when they're going out, and maybe you want to go out with them, and it's issue. Do that, but trust mm. me, this it will fade. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, 
um, the friends that you have in college in sixth form and all of that, they're, you know, those friendships most likely will fade only because not even in a pessimistic way, but only because everyone's going their separate ways. And everyone yeah. grows Everybody, up Yeah, people well. grow up like, you're not all going to the same uni. It's not like in school. Remember like everyone went from the same primary schools to the same secondary school. Yeah. But it's not like that. You kind of really do go your separate ways after A-levels. But yeah, I agree with Tolly. I think that just don't participate in those conversations. I don't think that you should isolate yourself to the point where you have nobody yeah. but maybe when they are engaging in those conversations that you're not feeling just don't participate in it and just use the extra energy to concentrate on your exams like, I wonder how common this is like in group, yeah. guys group chats how many this guys very interesting because I've, I've heard yeah but I've heard a few guys say things like mm. oh my group this they hate how men talk about women in their group chats, mm. but they feel like they can't be that guy to be like, oh, because it, it looks yeah. like they're riding, yeah, they're yeah, trying yeah, to like exactly. get girls, they're yeah, using it for yeah. get, so it's not, I'm not using it to get girls, it's just what I believe in, these are yeah, all my views. Yeah. Because sometimes I see on Twitter as well, there'll be a guy that will say certain things, mm. let's say he talks about how black, black men treat black women mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever. I'm like, I'm going to be like, oh, shut up, man. you're just trying to say this to get pussy. Yeah, yeah. But it's a weird one because guys like that on Twitter, the ones that like fight for black women, I mm. like it, whatever, whatever. But some, I also get the whole like, what you're do, what you're saying, yeah, cool. You're saying the right things or whatever, whatever. But I shouldn't have to congratulate you for this because what you're saying should be the normal. Exactly. Should be normal. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, that's so true. Do you know what I mean? I shouldn't have to like it's hold so you to true. like, oh my god, look, a man that's not disrespecting women. But wow. I think it's a testament to the time we live in. Yeah, it's so crazy. That, yeah. The fact that guys like that do get praised when really everybody it should, should have just that be what you. It it's that praising the white yeah. person for not being racist. Yeah, you shouldn't be. Racist you shouldn't anyway. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. Like praising a man for not cheating. Yeah, yeah exactly. You, you shouldn't be cheating shouldn't anyway. Be, like, yeah. Oh my God, he's so good to me. He doesn't cheat, bitch. But he shouldn't be cheating anyway. <laughs> like That's the least that's the thing. Like, we just you. like We just really are in a society of the bare minimum now. It's just like Love. people just get complimented for just doing the basics. But yeah, I agree. It must be hard. Like, when your when your morals aren't aligned with people that you consider your friends consider to be friends, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I just think keep your head down, just get on with your revision, and trust me, when uni comes, it is going to be lit. It's going to be lively. It's going to so be so good. lit. You're just going to be like, you're not even going to remember. Well, not that you're not going to remember these friends, but it won't be a thing when you get to uni. Trust me, it, that's where you meet your lifelong friends. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You meet yeah. gang, gang, gang at uni. Yeah. Trust me. But like, like, you know, I'm, yeah, you're very progressive, eighteen year old. Yeah, you know. Good for you. But yeah, that's what I would do. Right, on to the next one. Hey, beautiful ladies. Before I start, I need to say that each and every one of you ladies are amazing in every way. Keep doing what you're doing and I hope that brighter things come your way. By the way, I could write a full-blown dissertation on how you guys have helped me. For context, I'm a 19-year-old girl. I've had little to none experience with boys. I constantly turn down turn boys down when they ask me out because if I don't like them 100%, I don't see the point in investing my time, especially if I'm not sure if I like them. And this annoys my friends as they want me to go out. They want me to go out there and explore the world of boys despite me having a very, very high expectation. (laughs) Okay, so basically... I've really liked this boy for a long time. We like each other's pics on Insta and he... He was a couple of years older than me in secondary school, but we've only recently contacted, um, connected, sorry, via Insta. So we've been on, we've been Instagram friends for a while, but only these last few months have we been active on each other's pages. Um, And when I say recently, I mean five days ago. (laughs) He slid into the DMs, your girl was shooketh. I began to tell my close friends because he was a hottie in my secondary school and they knew I liked him. Right, so the dilemma. He popped up saying that I was beautiful, etc. And I proceeded to say thanks and asked how he was. And the conversation eventually ended quicker than I would have liked him to. 
with him saying nice when I described what I was up to. I really like this boy. However, my pride is too much and I hate the thought of popping up to him, especially at this early stage of just talking. When I asked my friends, some said, when I asked my friends, some said pop up but I don't know what to say. And most of my friends have said to leave it and wait for him to pop up. Anyways, I really fancy him and I don't know what to do. Um, what do you guys think? Also, the Vegas photos were beautiful. Oh, thank you. Um, I think, like, because you said that you're not really the kind of person that just talks to anybody just for the sake of it, and you're, you would rather wait and invest your time with someone you like, it seems like you do like this guy. You fancy him, you're interested in him. So just talk to him. I think that, like... He instigated the conversation by calling you beautiful. So you already know that he's somewhat interested. I don't think there's anything wrong in instigating a conversation with someone after they've instigated it with you first. Do you know what I mean? It's not like you're just going to pop up on him out of the blue. Like you've already had a conversation. So he's probably waiting. And when he said like, oh, you're beautiful. And and if you just said thanks, then he might be like, oh, like maybe she doesn't want to talk. So this might now be the opportunity for you to to start a new conversation. Like we're women. We reserve the right to start new conversations when we want. It's what we do. So that's what I would do. I would just pop up in his DMs and be like, hey you, what are you up to? Yeah. I don't see the big deal with you messaging him at all. At all. No. Like as someone that doesn't fancy often, like <laughs> when I do, I'd make the effort with that person because I mm. know that most niggas, I ain't really trying to share me with Mm-mm. them. Like, I'm not. So if there is one that I'm trying to share me with, I'm just like, well, hi, you okay? Talk, it, yeah. like go for yeah. it. Like, just talk. Mm. I don't understand why you people are acting like you're proposing. Just yeah. talk. It's, it's a just, DM. Yeah, it's literally a DM. You can even just reply to an Insta story if you don't want to. Yeah, if you don't want to look like it's Yeah, if you don't want like to start a conversation out of the blue. When he pops, when he p- puts anything up, it doesn't even matter if it's a cup of tea. Just be like, oh, how many sugars do you have? Just do something. Just do something. But don't let this guy pass you by because you said that you're set in your ways and you don't really like people very often. There's a guy here that you like. So, so go for it. And as far as what your friends say, you know, you need to have like... Um, go out there and date and stuff like that. I get it, but I would only I would only agree with that if it's what you want to do. Don't let your yeah. friends pressure you because mm-hmm. you sound very unbothered by guys. And like, if you're unbothered by guys, be unbothered by guys. But I definitely think when it comes to this guy, you should definitely start talking to him. Make an effort. Yeah, not every day. Wait for them. It's not even really you'll be isn't, waiting, like, waiting forever. Use your gumption. Like, uh-huh. just say hi. Yeah, saying hi is not really gonna. It's not that big a deal. Exactly. I don't. I don't. I, and it's not even the way you're saying pop up. It, it makes it sound like it's something that's like <gasps> brave. Yeah. No, it's not brave. It's, it's not, not negative. It's not you're just saying hey to someone. Even, this that's even face it. to face. It's not even on WhatsApp, bro. Yeah, it's on thinking. It's just on the Instagram. So yeah, just do it. Yeah. Do or like if you know that you found you have a shared something funny, send him something you find funny mm. on Instagram. Just like oh, lol. Yeah. You know that sort of thing, and start conversation from there. Made me think of you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like oh, whatever. <laughs> so anyway, on to our last animal. Hi girls, I went to start by saying I really love the podcast, you guys are amazing. My dilemma, I've had pretty bad self-harm scars on my arms. I have been able to save enough money to get some surgery, which will be a six-month process. Mm -hmm. I'm currently seeing a guy and it seems things are going to progress very soon. And I'm honestly so scared about his reaction when he sees them. I usually don't bother with relationships because I'm so embarrassed. However, I do really like this guy. Plus I'm 20. How much longer can I go put off dating? because I'm letting this stop me. I have two questions. How would I even go about this conversation? I feel like it will just be me trying to convince him I'm not fucked up in the head and he will still be writing me off. Should I even tell him beforehand or just see his reactions to them? Also, would you mention your past issues with mental health in a relationship? I honestly would never mention it if I didn't have such obvious physical reminders. 
if the scar removal has the results I'm anticipating, I really don't want to see, I really don't see myself ever mentioning them again in a future relationship. Is that wrong of me? I feel like the person you're seeing should be interested in everything about you. Mm. So your past, everything you've been through, um, we all have a past. Mm. We literally all have a past. Whether you wanted to share that or not, that is up to you. Yeah. But if that person truly likes you enough or, you know, sees past it, like they won't care. Not that they won't care about it or they won't take it into consideration. Yeah. But they will want to like educate themselves more on it. Yeah. So say if there was like something wrong and then you tell him instead of him, if he walks away, then he ain't the one. Yeah. Like he's literally not the one for you. Yeah. Um, and you're so far from that point now. Yeah. Um, so it's literally just a part of your past. Yeah. It's not who you are now. Yeah, and if he can't true. look past that, then mm. that's better for you. Yeah. I think if you think that after the surgery, you don't want to mention it, maybe that's your way of healing or whatever. I completely understand that. I get mm. that. But in terms of like before the surgery and like dating now, when you still got the scars and you're dating, you see someone now. Um, my point of view with it is that if it was me, I would tell that person and here's why because I feel like if I really like you and we're getting to a point of like I'm going to share me with you mm. and I mean me emotionally me physically yeah. I feel that there's certain things that I should let you know about who I am or who I was sort of thing mm. so it's a case of like this is not who I am now but there has been a period mm. that I went through this and because you've got a reminder that's always there that's in your, like a physical manifestation of what's happened and what you went through I feel like you should be able to say okay it's not even like, okay, sit down, let's talk about it. But when you, if you are talking and it's like, you're, there's some, sometimes conversations lead to that. Mm. Just be like, you know what, when I was younger, I used to go through this or through this or whatever, whatever. And I used to like cut myself and I've got quite bad, bad scarring or whatever, whatever. <laughs> and I feel like if you feel comfortable enough with this person to tell him and explain it to him and you don't want him to just see it and be shocked about it, mm. then maybe say it to him beforehand. Because I think yeah. like, because I've been that person who's reacted, not badly, but I've been shocked by like scarring. Mm. Or like I'll see mm. someone, I'm like, <gasps> because yeah. instantly it's kind of like, oh my God, are you okay? Yeah. But let's say if I had like spoken to that person beforehand and I knew they were there and if I saw it, I'd still be shocked, but it wouldn't be a, I wouldn't show my physical shock. Mm, yeah. So I don't want him to see it for the first time or her for the first time and then see it and then, yeah, and then be yeah. shocked by it and then you take that as some form of rejection. Mm -mm. Yeah. Because sometimes like other people's reactions to us feel like a rejection and it's not, it's just that, and then everybody's allowed a reaction. Yeah. I think we have to always understand that someone is allowed a reaction. And like Melena said, if you talk it over to him and he sees the scars or whatever and he's like, oh, I don't want to be with you because of whatever, whatever then that's fine. And I feel yeah. like as well, it's better for you to address it because it is, um, it is so visible. You don't want it to be, to become the elephant in the room. Yeah. So mm. you don't want him or her to clock on and then think, oh, well, you know, that's sensitive. Mm. So I don't want to I don't bring want to it talk. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I don't yeah. want, you know, for, for that experience to come back to her. Mm. I, don't, I don't know, you know, mm. where she's at with it. Yeah. Um, so definitely I feel like yeah. you should be the one to address it and not kind of like wait for him to be like, oh, I think, what yeah. happened? Also, I feel like we need to get past this 
taboo with mental health mm-hmm. because yeah. here's the thing let's say you were younger you go into a car accident and you've got massive scar on your leg mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. would feel nowhere to say to exactly. someone oh this happened because accident. I was in a car accident yeah. and this is the scar that happened or whatever mm-hmm. mental yeah. illness is not a taboo I know it's it's hard to talk mm-hmm. about and it's very, of course it's very personal but once we get into that space of like people go through this every day and I personally believe that everybody's on a cusp of something mm-hmm. I think like it can take one event mm-hmm. one scenario one situation that will just make you exactly. tilt exactly. so I feel like I know this. I know no it's hard. I know it, like, but it's one of those things that once we start talking about it, yeah. it becomes less of a taboo, and people yeah. will be like, "This is what people go through," mm-hmm. and it's okay for people to go through that. And like, totally it was something agree. that I had to like learn as well. Like, people tell me I just came back from my, seeing my therapist, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, "Oh, are you okay?" Oh, yes, I was like, yeah. "No, it's normal. Everybody mm-hmm. can have a therapist." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone can say like, and where like I've been in spaces, and I'm so glad I've been in their spaces because they taught me so much. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll get more, and it's take my antidepressants. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "Cool, this is Good. what you're going through. Yeah. Fine." The same way if I had a headache. I'd be like, oh, I want to say anyone got past eat I want to like mm-hmm. give me more. I want to mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. there was no like t- it doesn't have to be a taboo topic mm-hmm. because it's what you're going through. We are humans. Yep. Everybody is going through, through it. Something. And don't feel like you're too pretty enough or you're too big enough or you're too rich enough to to have some mental health. Like, mm-hmm. you know what it is for me? Because obviously I suffer really bad with anxiety and panic attacks. I've realized when I bring it up in like normal conversation, mm. or I wake up and I'm like, oh, today I'm feeling a bit panicky. Yeah. Then that person ends up telling me all their issues because yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, my yeah. god, like I yeah. don't feel alien mm-hmm. now that I'm speaking yeah. to somebody that's experiencing what I'm going through. Yeah, so the more we talk about it, the more you will realize there are so many people going through it, mm-hmm. and some of these people don't even know exactly what it is. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And if you've educated yourself, if you're seeing a ser- um, therapist, you can help them as well. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just so many people going through it. That's mm-hmm. what I've learned I in my agree. my journey. I agree with everything you guys said. I think we definitely need to start normalizing like the conversations about mental health yeah. mm. and stop making it a taboo. And I think, but what I will say is that take your time. Yeah, I personally don't think that there's anything wrong with like I agree with like talking about everything and keeping things like making. But you also like, don't normal. have to. If you but don't I want also to. don't yeah. feel like you should. Ha- you like I feel like if you're in a different headspace completely and you genuinely feel like you've moved on and this is not a place that you're going to go back to. I also think that as humans we have the right to keep certain things to ourselves. Oh, absolutely. But because you know of I mean? her scarring, do you think? Yeah. But because of the scarring, that makes it. Yeah, it makes it more difficult because obviously it's there. Yeah. And you can see it. So. But at the same time, if you don't feel like you want to, if you genuinely don't feel like you want to address it, then I also don't think you should have to. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, so it it depends on what kind of person she is really. Mm. Obviously we don't know her personally. So if you're the kind of person that feel you genuinely, you like, you'll you'll be okay with like being open with him, then cool. But if you're more guarded and you don't want to talk about it, also don't talk yeah. about it Also yeah. that's I'm just I don't mm. that That's a very good point And also Depends on the kind of person That person is Because mm. there's certain people That you date Or whatever you see You sleep with But there's certain parts of me You don't need to know Exactly Because of the kind yeah. of person you, Like that yeah. person is You don't want to You don't feel like You want to share that with yeah. you I think I spoke in a sense of like because like sex and laying up with someone in a relationship is so deep to me. Mm. So I feel like if I'm going to physically lie down with someone, there's certain things I want them to know about. Yeah, but then that's yeah. how if I need to get over the mindset that that's, that's just how I see mm. things. That's not necessarily how like, 
that could be very casual compared to something mm. else for someone else. So mm. Audrey makes a good point. See how you feel if you want to talk about it. See how, if you trust this person with that information. Mm-hmm. Because exactly. not everybody that's deserves the, that information. Yeah. Yeah. I'm that's always like, yeah. exactly. how long is this going to last? And yeah. now you are literally going to be a stranger that knows me. my secrets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 If you I trust just, that yeah, person with it. Yeah. I totally agree. I think not everybody deserves to know everything about you. Absolutely. Not everybody yeah, right. deserves to know every single aspect of who you are. So depending on how, we don't know the guy, depending on how much you trust him, if you feel like, you can trust him with, with information that deep about yourself, then by all means. But if you don't want to, then... Yeah, then don't. don't mm. Yeah. Like, just don't. Mm. And I hope the surgery goes Me well. And too. I hope that you are at a place where once the surgery's done or before the surgery's done, you are happy and that's in your past. And, and if you ever want to talk, our emails and DMs are just here. Wide open, like my legs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Love it. <laughs> Why you guys like this? Mental health and wide open legs. Um, oh so that is it for this episode of the Receipts Podcast. As usual, guys, thank you so much for um, sharing you with us because, yeah. again, you guys really don't have to. And I know we laugh and joke about it, but there's a lot of dilemmas that are a lot deeper. Mm. And there were a lot like, you don't have to share this with us. Like, exactly, you really, yeah. really don't. So and trust there's, us, so yeah, like, so thanks for doing that. Thanks for sending in your dilemmas. If you um, want any more of our advice, you can email us at keeptheveceipts at gmail.com. That's keeptheveceipts at gmail.com. And also, um, when we do this, we get a lot of people like, oh, I feel like that. Oh, how can I contact this person? Mm. So search the hashtag, um, yeah, the Receipts yeah. Podcast. And people like also give advice on there and Absolutely. people offer their services, offer their friendships. So if that's ever something you're looking for, mm-hmm. do that. And if you guys want to respond to some of the dilemmas we have had, please go yeah, ahead. Please and update us as well on dilemmas yeah. that we've um answered yeah yes. and also sorry one other thing about emails that like, we do see everything like it's so hard to reply to everybody because we get so many but we do see it all and we do appreciate all the love like because there's oh there's so many like just the ones that we get just people saying like we love like nice things like, yeah, yeah just saying nice. nice things and i feel so awful that we can't reply to everybody but we do see them all so keep them coming <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much thank you um i've been your girl tony t Audrey, formerly known as Ghana's finest, also known as Mrs. Akande. And you're the Mamacita Milena Sanchez. Ah, peace out. Hey, town down. Hey, so, okay. Yeah. Why do I always kick up my legs?